This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right. Let's fire up the sound now and get going on this Women of Wager Team at Wednesday. Hit it, Double D. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. It's Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East, also on Twitter and TikTok as well. It is Kate Constable. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. And let me ask you this. What am I am I being too snooty by getting my dry cleaning done? Or does Chelsea have it right with her stretched only clothing? Or is there a middle ground here? Someone break the tie. Okay, so there is a little bit of a middle ground. I'm totally on board with Chelsea and the stretchy clothing. That's basically yeah. all that I wear. But in the summer, you know, I do have a couple nice dresses that I'll wear out to dinner or something that do say dry clean only. So I'm with you, Jenks. I have a dry cleaner in the basement, or not the basement, but, you know, the the lobby level of the apartment complex yeah. that I live in. So I just drop it off there. They do the dry cleaning, pick it up. It's easy. If I actually had to, like, take it, drive somewhere, take it to the dry oh, cleaner, God. I probably wouldn't do it. But the convenience of having it in the building, you know, that makes it easier. My mom also like in like was kind of a drill sergeant back in the day of like, look at the tags before you wash everything. Make sure you're not washing dry, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 all that jazz. So I do do some dry cleaning, but for the most part, Chelsea, stretchy stuff, athleisure, whatever you can wear that has a little, you know, a little give to it. That's pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't even separate, like, the white clothes from, like, the colors. I feel like that was a lie told to us by my mom. Like, I've done it multiple times and nothing's happened yet. So I'm going to keep doing it because I live life on the edge. All right, so let's get to some of your plays. (laughs) Looks like you got uh, one in college football. So we'll start out west. Washington and Stanford. We know Washington has high hopes for this season. But who do you like uh, in this matchup? Yeah, this is a massive spread, 26 and a half points in favor of the Huskies against Stanford. But I am going to lay the points with Washington. Uh, Washington survived a massive scare last week, beating Arizona State by eight when it was a 28-point favorite in that game. Michael Penix Jr., zero touchdowns for the first time this season, two interceptions. He's no longer the Heisman favorite. J.J. McCarthy has passed Michael Penix Jr. in the Heisman race. So I think this is a massive wake-up call for the Huskies. Uh, That's going to give Stanford a ton of trouble. The Cardinals have lost to UCLA 42-7. Or lost to Oregon 42 to 6. Now, when Washington plays like they're capable of, they're better than both of those teams. Stanford's defense also giving up the 10th most yards per game in the country, and the Huskies' offense is averaging the third most yards per game. So, a massive difference there. I think Washington's just going to be in complete control of this game. They're not going to be afraid to run up the score after the dud that they laid last week. So I know it's a big number. It's a little scary, but uh, I can't look any other way than land the 26 and a half with Washington in this one. Let's move to Chiefs Broncos. And I believe right now, at least the Chiefs are laying eight points in the mile high city. What's going to be the play here? 
Yeah, I'm going to take uh, a first quarter play in this one. I like the oh, Chiefs okay. first quarter minus two and a half. You're getting them under a field goal. These two teams just played two weeks ago. The Chiefs won, but it really wasn't pretty. Kansas City was just 4-13 on third downs. They really struggled kind of in short yarded situations. And the Chiefs also failed to turn red zone trips into touchdowns. So Patrick Mahomes said after that game that it was really the defense that won them the game. I think Mahomes kind of takes it upon himself to make sure that the offense comes a little bit more prepared, has more of a positive impact. So I like the Chiefs to jump on the Broncos early and try and make a statement. So again, under a field goal in the first quarter, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus two and a half here. All right, so let's move on to the NBA, which already makes me nervous. We have a (laughs) very small sample size as we have only had two games this season. So I commend you for at least trying to bet on some of these games. But I did look at this one because I do think it's an interesting matchup. The Thunder, who have all kinds of high expectations for this young squad entering the season, are squaring off with the Bulls. But it is a home game for a Bulls team that still has a lot of talent. What's your read here on a game that has a pretty tight spread? Yeah, I'm going to have to go against my Chicago Bulls in this one. Even though they're at home, I think, like you said, Chelsea, a lot of high hopes for the Thunder this year. They're going to be a really fun team to watch. So I'm going to take the one and a half with the Thunder. I mean, I couldn't fault anyone who wants to just play the Thunder on the money line. Young, budding superstars. Again, you have Shea Gilders-Alexander returning. He's the team's leader. Chet Holmgren is in his first full healthy season. He's going to make an immediate impact. Josh Giddy is someone that teams are going to have to look out for. Both of these teams, their rosters, with the exception of Holmgren uh, being on the floor this year, are relatively similar to last year. So you can kind of look back a little bit uh, at last year's games between these two. Thunder won both of them. And what I really, you know, look towards in both of those games is that OKC dominated in the paint. They outscored the Bulls 132 to 90 uh, across those two games combined in the paint. I think we see a similar story there, especially with Holmgren in the fold this year. Just a lot of really fun, high expectations for this Thunder team and the Bulls. I mean, they they need to start the season really well and win a ton of games. Otherwise, they could be um, kind of blowing this thing up early on I just uh, I really like the Thunder in this spot tonight it is hard when you don't really have a big sample size or any sample size and you know you can't totally look back at last year's games because things have changed but in this one I'm going to take the points with the Thunder talking with Kate Constable she is host of the better angle each Saturday from four to seven in the east on the BetQL network and we're talking NBA I was going to give you a hard time when you get a bet on the NBA and you're already in it so I love this Kate you've also got Pelicans at the Grizz tonight what is the play here yeah Jenks I only had one play yesterday I had the over in the Nuggets and Lakers that lost so already 0-1 on the season I am taking things very slow even though I do have two plays tonight but those are going to be my only two plays I have to start the season a little conservative even though I'm very excited for it but in this one I'm also going to take the points with the road team this is a brand new roster for the Memphis Grizzlies well at least early on in the season I should say no John Morant No Tyus Jones, he was traded. No Dylan Brooks, he was traded. No Steven Adams, he's out all season with an injury. Yes, you bring in Marcus Smart, he'll make an immediate impact. But in this specific matchup with the Pelicans, I think the Grizzlies are really going to struggle inside, containing both Jonas Valanciunas and Zion. I mean, those two are going to garner a lot of attention, especially when you have Xavier Tillman, who's starting at center and is going to have to defend Valanciunas. So if, if, you know, 
those two garner a lot of attention. They, they bring in some of the help defenders. That leaves C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram out on the perimeter. Those two can do a ton of damage. So really based on the personnel issues that Memphis is dealing with right now, I'm not sure they can slow down New Orleans. So I'm going to take the Pels on the road uh, with the points. But again, if you want to take them on the money line, couldn't fault you there. Okay, so if you were talking to somebody who's betting on the NBA tonight, what are the potential landmines that people need to look out for when betting on early season NBA games? Ooh, that's a good question, Chelsea. I mean, off-season expectations in terms of the, the, the teams that have been talked about a ton, you know, uh, what's it called? Recency bias. Teams that have been mm-hmm. in the media a ton. Those are teams that a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, everyone's talking about them. They're top of mind. They're going to be really great this year. Well, you know, teams oftentimes start off kind of slow and, and have to ease into things. So those situations where teams have been, you know, top of mind and in, in the headlines, maybe pr- proceed with caution on those. And then also team whose whose rosters are fully overhauled. You know, you have a, a, a mm-hmm. kind of a new roster for the Rockets. And do I really want to bet on the Rockets anyway? No, I don't think so. Um, but teams like that that have, have a lot of new players also, you know, like, Victor Wembanyama, people are going to want to bet on him, but wait to see a couple games how he looks and and kind of where you can go with his props after his first real NBA games. I mean, he hasn't played in a real game yet. So some of those things that are more headliney, proceed with caution on some of those. Hey, before we let you go, I have a quick question, which is not really betting related, but I know you're a Bears fan and Bajan mm-hmm. Orange, Tyson Bajan is all the rage in the Windy City, so where do you st- I know it's been one week and Justin Fields is supposed to be the guy. So is this a huge overreaction for people calling for this kid from Shepherd University or is there something to it? Yeah, Jenks, his last two games that Tyson Bajan has played, he lost to a Division two college football team and then he beat the las vegas raiders so things are looking up for tyson (laughs) which is just pretty crazy right (laughs) like doesn't get much better for that kid uh i mean it's an it's exciting for him good for him maybe he turns out to be chicago's brock purdy who knows i don't think that's gonna be the case but without justin fields in like Who else are you going to play? Nathan Peterman? No. What are you going to get out of that? You might as well play Bajan, see what he can do. Maybe he surprises people. Uh, Eight and a half, getting eight and a half against the Chargers this weekend. That's a lot for a Chargers team that's really underperformed this weekend. So I haven't bet anything in this yet. I'm not sure I'm going to get there. But if I had to look at this, uh, I would take the points with Bajan and the Bears this weekend because people are kind of excited about him around here. Yeah, Bears fans deserve something to be excited about. And I'm going to be on the Bears this weekend. I'm actually going to play that <laughs> on Friday. She is Kay Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok as well. Kate, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. You bet. I like that Washington play a lot. Mm, she makes a lot of very good points about Washington taking on Stanford. So maybe I'll be on that as well. But the one game I'm definitely on, I decided early on this week is I am taking the Bears because I don't think there's any reason why whatsoever the Chargers should be laying a number like that. Yeah, it's more of a fate of the Chargers than it is trusting yes. Tyson Bajant. It's wild huh. to me how we see these quarterbacks in the NFL come out of nowhere from like these D3 schools. What happens to some of these like big name college quarterbacks? It's still crazy to me that we see like Tyson Bajant as opposed to like some of these quarterbacks that were actually very good in college. 
Like I know the NFL is so different, but do you ever think about that? Oh, absolutely. It's, it, it, it would be a hell of a story, but I will also say the number of quarterbacks that have succeeded after coming from that level is just extremely small. Even D1 quarterbacks have a hard time making it. So I'd love to see him make the jump. You never know, but the odds probably against him. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.